Talk 1041. Hello, good morning. My name is Dick Reed. Vince Fogg Advisory until 9 o'clock this morning. We'll have a look at that. First alert forecast. No rain, though, uh, this week. Looks like it's going to be pretty dry, which will be quite different, obviously, from last week and over the weekend. Uh, boy, devastating polling numbers revealed uh, on Joe Biden. Trump beating Biden by now to pit. There's this weird discrepancy. The initial reporting was 10 points, which, of course, allows double digits to be spoken. Trump beating Biden in a hypothetical matchup. And this is an ABC Washington Post poll that was done. This isn't some outfit that was hired by the Trump campaign. This isn't some pro-Trump pack paid uh, polling outfit. This is ABC Washington Post polling. Now, they are saying that it's a 9% gap versus 10. I don't know where this discrepancy is from where it has derived. Uh, but nonetheless, it's it ain't bad numbers. And it certainly does hit back against the accusations uh, from establishment Republicans that Trump can't beat Biden. Now, this doesn't mean that he will. But it certainly does not indicate that there's no way. In a and I'm going to play the full ABC report coming up for you, just so you can hear it. Frankly, there's a little, I think, pleasure in listening to them. Uh, sort of, I mean, it, I don't want to say you hear panic, but you hear it, it, emotionally. Martha Raddatz, she's uh, anchoring as uh, she goes to the report and talks to somebody who's breaking down the poll numbers. And it is the the tone, the tenor is as if they're covering a natural disaster. <laughs> it, it isn't this, you know, it's not really literally a panic like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? But there's this urgency there. There's this level of seriousness as if we're covering, again, some sort of terrorist attack or some sort of devastating natural event in which we are learning about deaths of people and people missing. There's that that underlying just presentation of almost desperation and urgency in order for you to understand this is serious because, see, this not, this isn't objective, of course. This is bad news. You're supposed to understand this is very, very bad news for America that you, America, prefers Trump over Biden. In a sign, and I, you just, it, there's so much in this, weaved into this. You'll hear it in the ABC reporting of their own poll, along with the Washington Post. Both of these outlets are dismissing their own poll as an outlier. Now, there was a time when media outlets, first and foremost, had credibility in mind, right? If they presented some sort of finding or poll that was different than the others, well, one, they may hold it back a bit and, and really investigate, okay, what, what's going on here? Is this legit? And then if they if they determined that, OK, our findings, this is solid, this is legit, they would present it as, hey, 
we have information here that we are reporting to you or bringing to you exclusively. The idea being, hey, we're the best, right? I mean, every every media outlet wants to, one would think, to be the best at what they do. And so it would be breaking. It would be exclusive. It would be, hey, look what we have that no one else has because what we did it in a way that we believe is more accurate. We did it in a way that that, that we believe is going to give you the best sense and idea what's what's going on. Instead, what do they do? Well, you probably, I mean, I listen, this is an outlier and, and sure it's of concern, but it's an outlier now. So uh, let's not put too much into this. They're 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 attempting to dish d- to a degree. Well, they're not totally dismissing this because again, in, it's almost somewhat of a contradiction, which oftentimes happens with emotionally driven people on the left, in particular. You'll hear in the ABC report that that they are concerned. This is very, very concerning information. But at the same time, they can't bring themselves to believe that it's reality. So they dis, uh, diminish the likelihood that this is a true, accurate reflection by calling it an outlier. Outlier, rather. Uh, also, Biden announced because Kamala Harris has done such a fantastic job. At every assignment she's been given. The border currently a a tremendous example of this. He has put her in charge of um, gun violence, uh, diminishing gun violence. Uh, They're not calling it gun control. They're crafting some new division in order to tackle gun violence. And again, if you're going to pick someone who has proven to be a tremendous success with every job they've ever been given, who else but... Kamala Harris. Before we get to the weather, again, there is a dense fog advisory until nine this morning. The latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Color 10's Angela Luna. Putting crime into focus, one person is in the hospital this morning after a shooting on North Clay Avenue on the east side of Drury University. And Springfield police say two cars were involved. Officers responded to reports of gunshots Sunday night and found a wrecked white car with several bullet holes. First responders took an 18-year-old woman into the hospital who was in stable condition. Police say another car was involved in the shooting, but it has not been located yet. According to police, the people involved in the shooting do know each other. A volunteer firefighter from Ashgrove is in serious condition after a tree fell onto the truck while he was driving. According to State Patrol, 24-year-old Tucker Allred was responding to a non-emergency call on Saturday a mile north of Walnut Grove when the accident happened. First responders took him to a hospital in Springfield. Tune in to Fox 49 at 5 and 6 for the latest news. I'm Angela Luna. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Dense fog advisory until 9 this morning. Today, sunny, patchy fog, high of 83. Clear 60 for a low tonight. Tomorrow, sunshine, 83 for a high. And we do have... A hero's breakfast. That's right. We got a hero's breakfast coming up this Friday. If you are a veteran, come by Scramblers as we broadcast live, and you're going to get breakfast bought for you. That thanks to, of course, Scramblers, Serenity Honors, Delta Roofing and Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. And all you got to do is show up and be a veteran and get yourself some free breakfast. That's this Friday at Scramblers. Traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. Turn the music up in the headphones. A1 Custom Car Care, all of your car care needs, big, small, everything in between. A three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on most work. And 
And they do offer financing options, even if you don't have the best credit in the world. And for a lot of folks, I mean, you know, ideally, uh, you have your little savings set aside. You have money set aside for that sort of, uh, of unexpected, whether it's an emergency or it is routine maintenance. But as we know, credit card debt is extremely high right now because of the Democrat economic policies that we're all suffering from, in addition to uh, people have dipped into their savings. So that may be depleted. And this is one of the reasons A1 Custom Car Care does offer financing available, and you do not have to have the best credit in the world. You can talk with them about those options. 0% for 101 days. Not a bad deal there if you are between a rock and a hard place. A1 Custom Car Care. Washington Post disavowing its own poll, showing Trump up by 10 over Biden. Though they're, Now they're saying nine. So I, I got the actual, I printed off the polling numbers, and it does show nine. So I'm wondering if the 10, if there's, uh, in some of the initial reporting, it was 9.5 or 6, and there's a rounding up that occurred here. But fact of the matter is, these are definitely good numbers for Trump. I'm sure if he hasn't already, he'll have something to truth about it uh, and will be told by Democrats that, uh, you know, polls don't really matter. And they'll take the lead of even and I'm sure they'll cite the fact even the Washington Post says it's an outlier. Even ABC News says it's an outlier, be it their own post. So they're trying to diminish the impact that this has. But given the last couple of weeks for Joe Biden, this is not good. Incidentally, he is expected, he's planning, they've announced he's going to go up there the day before Trump uh, is with the UAW strikers, and he is going to go up there. And there was an article written around, I believe it was um, Jill Biden's, I forget, somebody who used to work for Jill Biden, somebody in that circle tweeted out, oh, please, God, no. Why is anybody doing this? This is not going to go well. And <laughs> I, I, I am looking forward to seeing the difference in approach and the difference in reception of a Biden visit versus a Trump visit. And it's going to be very interesting, largely the context, because Democrats have always not only owned, but positioned themselves, marketed themselves as the political party that, that these workers support. And I played audio from you last week where they there were it was Fox News on the ground talking to some of the strikers and saying, hey, Biden says that uh, uh, he's going to send people to negotiate to help you guys out. And and every one of them interviewed like, oh, no, that's OK. We don't really need that help. <laughs> These are supposed to be the blue collar Democrat voters, hardcore, no matter what Democrat voters. And, they have the, and you know, you would think they'd be like, that's awesome. We're going to have the president here. He's our guy. All of them. There was a guy, a white guy, a black guy and a woman. Each of them independently in their own way said, no, that's okay. We don't really need Joe Biden's help in this. This is the report surrounding the poll that the AB or ABC News and Washington Post did jointly. And they get into some in-depth numbers here. This goes simply beyond for whom would you vote for president today, Biden v. Trump. But just all over the place, there's nothing. The only thing they cite in here that could possibly be a positive for Democrats 
is the abortion issue and the majority of people not liking the overturning of Roe v. Wade. So essentially their lifeline, which they don't put stock in, you'll hear, uh, they dismiss it. But but the one lifeline they could find is uh, the fact that they have a majority of Americans sympathizing with their desire to continue to allow people to kill babies. Uh, that's, that's right now all they have. This is that report. Our brand new poll with the Washington Post and it is brutal for President Biden just over a year to Election Day. It shows broad frustration among American voters, especially on the economy, where the president has focused his reelection pitch on the success of Bidenomics. And on immigration, where the strain in America's largest cities is leading to divisions among Democrats, while at the same time, Republican divisions in the House may force another government shutdown. Although our poll shows Biden would get the blame for that as well. But most alarmingly for the president, the new poll shows that Americans are just not feeling the upbeat message coming from the White House. President Biden has been touting a strong economy led by his administration's policies as the cornerstone to his re-election bid. America has the strongest economy in the world. Despite low unemployment, cooling inflation, and so far avoiding a recession, Americans overwhelmingly say they are not feeling good about the economy and that the president is to blame. Just 30% approve of his performance on the economy, a career low, largely dragged down by pocketbook issues for families, like food prices that have risen 4.3% since last year, our poll showing more than 9 in 10 Americans rating them negatively. Voters across the country telling ABC News they are frustrated. Costs a lot more to buy a loaf of bread these days. We're all trying to survive. We can't even work two jobs at this point and try to make it. I don't think that anybody is really paying attention to the working man. Nearly as many upset about gas and energy prices after a brutally hot summer. The national average for a gallon of unleaded gasoline this week hitting $3.88 per gallon, according to AAA, the highest level in nearly a year. We just drove through California yesterday. Gas was $6.39 a gallon. That's, that's ridiculous, in my opinion. People can't afford rent. And it's not just the economy. The other hot-button issue, immigration. The Biden administration attempting to mitigate yet another surge at the southern border as more big cities navigate the impact of the migrant crisis. This issue will destroy New York City. Authorities announcing there were more than 232,000 migrant encounters at the southern border in August, the highest monthly total this year. The president says his policies are working. We put in place policies that process people in a fair and fast way. But our poll shows only 23% approve of his handling of the situation, another career low. All this putting his job approval rating 19 points underwater, one of many challenges facing the incumbent president in his quest for re-election. Let's dig into this more with our political director, Rick Klein, here with the breakdown to help make sense of this poll and dive into the numbers. And Rick, the economy is clearly at the top of voters' minds. Yeah, Martha, these numbers are simply staggering for the sitting president. 
44% of people in this poll say they are not as well off as they were at the start of the Biden administration two and a half years ago. Those are the worst numbers that we've seen in our ABC News Washington Post polling. It's a question we've been asking going back to the Reagan administration. And when you, when you dive into the big questions around the economy, we know President Biden has been out there trying to make the case unemployment is low. Uh, he's been talking about how inflation has been easing, but people aren't buying it. You covered some of the reasons why. Gas prices, uh, food prices, grocery prices and the like. Right now, on the big picture on the economy, 74% of the country, that's about three quarters of Americans, who say the economy is either not so good or downright poor. And it's not just the state of the nation or the policies that are giving people pause on President Biden. It seems to be the man himself. Yeah, Martha, let's talk about age, because we know for sure that the country certainly is. Uh, President Biden would be 82 years old on Inauguration Day 2025. That's how old he is. He's not getting any younger. And of course, perceptions around his ability to perform in the job are not getting any better. Right now, three quarters of Americans, 74 percent, say that he is too old to effectively serve in a second term. Uh, that compares to about 50 percent who say the same around Donald Trump. And it's not just Republicans or independents who are skeptical over Joe Biden. Uh, this is a question we asked. Should Biden be at the top of the ticket? 62 percent of Democrats and Democrat-leaning independents said they think that someone else should be the presidential nominee, although uh, the party is deeply split on who that someone else should be. Now, if you're looking for a potential good sign, a positive sign for Democrats in this poll, opposition to the Supreme Court's decision on Roe versus Wade overturning abortion rights at the national level remains very, very strong, 64% opposition. Of course, it was Donald Trump's three Supreme Court justices who authored that opinion and made it possible. And of course, abortion played a big role in last year's midterms, but most of these numbers paint a bleak picture for President Biden's reelection chances, Rick. Yeah, and Martha, maybe the most startling number in our poll is this, the, the hypothetical matchup, a rematch of Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Our poll with the, with the Washington Post pegging this at 51% to, uh, for, for Donald Trump over Joe Biden. That is a nine-point edge. Now, that's only a couple of points difference from our last poll in May, but it is significantly different than most recent polls. It is an outlier compared to other polls we've seen recently. Our partners at 538 put together an analysis for us. They find an average of recent polls having this more in the one or two point range with Joe Biden typically having the edge. But whether you believe that or not, uh, look, there's a good chance that there's people just trying to send a message in the polling right now, given the other frustration we've seen. We know in this poll there's some uh, some quirks, some oddities around the number of black voters and Hispanic voters, the, the younger voters who seem to be supporting Donald Trump. And get this, because it's pretty hard to believe, but we ask people whether Donald Trump should be constitutionally uh, disqualified for running for office. And among people who said yes, one in five, about 18%, say they'd vote for Trump anyway. So that might just be a, a sending a message that's more anti-Biden than it is pro-Trump. But regardless, the, the weaknesses that we are seeing uh, for Joe Biden and his approval rating across the board are very real. They are alarming to Democrats, even if no one thinks this is ultimately going to be a nine-point race. All right. So that was the reporting ABC News on their uh, ABC News, Washington Post polling numbers. Uh, a couple of things about that we'll talk about. I love the dismissive nature of the quarks uh, there towards the end. He notes yeah, there are a couple of quarks with blacks and Hispanics and younger voters. Uh, the quarks they're talking about is the erosion of support. The fact that, see, these people are just supposed to know, particularly blacks and Hispanics. 
You ain't black if you don't vote for Joe. So the erosion of support that is reflected in the overall erosion of support for Biden, that erosion specifically amongst blacks and Hispanics, see, they're just dismiss. That's just a quirk. See, they'll come back. They know their place. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. going to get a traffic update don't forget there's a hero's breakfast <clears throat> coming up on friday if you're a veteran you join us as we broadcast live from scramblers you're going to get free breakfast also coming up the details uh yet to be known whether it's going to be do we know is it going to be text the cheap trick tickets will that be text or email we don't know yet i, I am not sure i'm not sure either so we'll get that uh uh well, we'll know it soon, maybe today, so we can announce tomorrow. But uh, Cheap Trick is going to be at the Galois Monday, October 2nd, so we will give you a chance to register one way or another for that. Keep listening for your chance there. A traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. First alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. Uh, dense fog advisory until 9 this morning. It will eventually become sunny. High today of 83. Clear 60 tonight, 83 tomorrow. If you need a home loan, I want a great home loan.com. That is the place for you to go. You're going to be taken care of. You're going to be well taken care of. That's who I use, Sarah use, all my friends I recommend. You can read reviews of the folks who use it. One of the, I do like local. I like the fact that I, in order to get or provide any information when it comes to concerns or questions I have about my home loan process, I don't have to, you know, enter prompts into the phone of my last three of my social security number, the first three numbers of my home address. Um, do I want English? Do I want this language? Do you know? Uh, and please enter your twenty-three digit code that you were given real casually that one day and not told you were going to need to remember it at all given times. Instead, you have these the, the direct numbers of the folks you work with, and it's seven days a week until nine o'clock at night. I want a great homeloan.com. It's where it all starts. Played in the last hour of the story that ABC News had with the Washington Post uh, survey that they did polling showing that Trump in a hypothetical matchup, is beating Biden by anywhere from 9 to 10 points. And I say anywhere 9 to 10 because I've seen it reported as 9 and then I've seen it reported as 10. I don't understand what the discrepancy is there, but nonetheless. It was referenced in the reporting that this is a... Uh, that their last poll they had done also showed Trump winning. This is a few points more. I believe the last poll they did, which was in January, February, March, May, had him up by four to five points. This doesn't surprise me that there would be an increase over the last polling that was done simply because things have not gotten better for America. They have gotten worse and things have not gotten better for Joe Biden. They have gotten worse. This, incidentally, I should have looked here. I think these are registered. Uh, it was administered. I believe these were registered voters um, that intended to vote. Likely voters, then, in other words. Uh, I will have to double check that. But that, of course, is going to be the most accurate Though this is national, and we don't vote nationally, but we still take these polls. Gives you a sense of where people stand. There was a component to this 
that was just referenced very briefly in the initial headline, if you will, that I think is very, very noteworthy and Republicans should take note. It's regarding who is going to be blamed if the government shuts down. 40%. So here's the question that was asked. And I, the reason that this is important, of course, is because the, the, the I, I believe the greatest weapon, the most effective weapon that the Democrats have every time these shutdown budget issues come up is the fear that Republicans have of being blamed. And Democrats know that. They use it to their advantage every single time. The question that was posed to the voters is the federal government might have to partially shut down at the start of next month because of a dispute over spending and policy issues. Who do you think is mainly responsible for the situation, Biden and the Democrats in Congress or the Republicans in Congress? 40% said Biden, 33% Republicans, 19% both. They put in the polling, or they, they put in their um, breakdown here, the PDF. You know, the, when these outlets report on their own numbers, there's always a, generally a PDF you can click on to see all the results. And they, for the purposes of comparison, give you in the, the polling from previous like scenarios, so you can compare and contrast. Every single time they have asked this question in the past, voters have blamed Republicans. This is the first time that the blame is going to, by a plurality of Americans, 40% beyond Biden. This question was asked in January of 2019, 53% of Americans said that Trump and Republicans were going to be to blame, while only 34% at the time blamed Pelosi and the Democrats. On one uh, eleven of 19, it was 53% blaming Trump and Republicans, 29% blaming Democrats. Uh, then 48% Trump and Republicans, 28% Democrats. On January of 2018, who do you think was mainly responsible for the partial shutdown of the federal government? Obama at the time or the Republicans in Congress? This would be 23rd. Uh, the, the dates are, uh, hold on here. Getting the date, but you're understanding the point here. Uh, this was uh, uh, 2013, rather. And Republicans got 53% of the blame. Obama got 29% of the blame. 2011, Republicans, when there was a shutdown looming uh, between Obama and Republicans, 45% of Americans said Republicans would be to blame. 31% said Obama would be to blame. The closest was in 2011 of February when 36% blamed Republicans and 35% blamed Obama. During the Clinton years, this was the big and successful, it provided some uh, um, wins for the Republicans under Newt Gingrich at the time. The American people in January of 1996 
Uh, 50% of the people blamed the Republicans, only 20% Clinton in 95, 51% blamed the Republicans, 24% blamed Clinton, and then in 1995, uh, 46% and 27%. So you can see point being here. They've been asking this question since the mid-90s. Every single time there was a looming shutdown, and sometimes post-shutdown or during the shutdown, who do you blame? Every single time the American people, oftentimes, well, most of the time, by double digits, blamed Republicans. This is the first time that this question has been asked that Republicans are not expected to get the blame. By seven points, Biden. This is clearly not good news for the the Democrats. I don't believe that this will be seen as an opportunity by Republicans to get anything meaningful done. And as you know, and you know, there's this fight going on and the fight right now isn't, I mean, you do have Democrat versus Republican, but you have uh, Republican versus Republican establishment, Republican versus the pragmatic Republican versus the freedom caucus Republican. And you've just got a lot of battling going on there. Uh, ultimately, politically, I suppose the good news is, however, according to this polling, uh, for the very first time since they've been conducting the poll, this is how bad Biden has been for the Democrats. I hope you Democrats understand this. This is how bad it has been. Now, this is the crazy but consistent part of this as well. Democrat voters in their answer to these questions regarding whom do you want to be the nominee versus whom do you think is going to be the nominee, whom do you plan on voting for when it all comes down to it, act as if they have no choice. Despite the fact that the process of Democrat voters choosing the nominee has not even begun yet. They ask the question, who would you like the Democratic Party to nominate as its candidate for president in 2024? 33% said Biden. So you had 5% no opinion, 62% that specifically said someone other than Joe Biden. These are the number breakdowns. Now, this is where, you know, it's just bad news all over the place for Democrats. Kamala Harris, only 5%. Bernie Sanders, 5%. RFK Jr., 4%. Gavin Newsom, 2 Elizabeth Warren, 1%. Miriam Williamson, 1%. Pete Buttigieg, 1%. Cory Booker, 1%. Oh, scratch, wait. No, Pete Buttigieg, 1%. Uh, Cory Booker, 0 Amy Klobuchar, 0 Just someone else. They don't care who. And none of those people, 12%. You had 5% others. Then you had a bunch of no opinions in there. So the, 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 the world that the Democrats have crafted is they have this rich, privileged, old, feeble, dementia-ridden white guy. Yet there's no one else. I do kind of wish Michelle Obama was in there just so we could have watched (laughs) 
to see what those numbers would say, because anytime she is thrown in, she does better than any of the other candidates. The, the Democrats are, are desperate right now, and they really have no one. Their best option, so they appear to think, is Joe Biden, and that is even amongst voters. And, and you know, the, the, the essential recognition here is that, and this is what's weird, is from, you know, that Democrat voters wish that the party would nominate someone else when it's up, it's their choice. And perhaps they are more obedient than even I have thought to where they're just doing what they're told and they don't even recognize that they don't have to. But again, I, I suppose I understand who else are they going to choose? What Democrat can stand up and say, hey, look at my track record of a successful leader? I mean, just play devil's advocate. Can you think of anyone? Can you think of any Democrat? They they keep throwing around Newsom. Well, look at what he's done to California. He has, he has turned that into a place that you have people fleeing in hordes. They have to set up punitive tax scenarios that punish you if you move away. Essentially an economic Berlin Wall. They've they've got no one. On the flip side, I would argue that while Trump, and we've got a story, his favorability morning consult continues to rise, none of this is going as planned. You understand that none of this is going as planned. Trump is supposed to be wildly unpopular because of all of these horrific crimes that he's committed against democracy. People are supposed to be understanding how incredible the economy is under the brilliant leadership of Joe Biden. And in fact, we've got some audio. He's out, out there this weekend talking about how great the economy is. It's just you don't know it yet, you idiots. Don't you understand how great you have it? But instead, Trump's popularity is rising. He's beating Joe Biden, according to the latest polls, by 9, 10 percentage points. The one guy who is not supposed to beat Joe Biden. Can you imagine the conversations that these folks are having behind closed doors, trying desperately to figure out what to do? The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF coming up. The morning consult poll, Trump's favorability continuing to rise. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line regarding the Washington Post ABC poll showing Trump beating Biden by nine percentage points and only 33% of Democrats saying that they even want Biden to be the nominee. Now, Nick. Biden had nothing positive. He did in all his years in the Senate. Democrats don't care. Uh, Some don't. There's truth to this. It, It doesn't matter how bad things are. I know people personally. You know, I'd say I'm friends with. Wouldn't want to necessarily be on an island with them, trapped, but I'm friends with them. Who are Democrats? And I'm not talking about those who are, you know, the old school Democrats. They're they're modern day 
Obama's the greatest thing in the world, Democrats. Who are suffering tremendously because of the economic policies of not just Joe Biden, but Democrats. And I know that they will still vote for Joe Biden over whomever the Republican is. So there are those people. There are some Democrats that will break away. We saw that when Trump ran against Hillary. A lot of, of blue-collar workers that had voted Democrat, These the sort of people he's going to be catering to when he goes up this week to hang out with these strikers. So there are some Democrats. And then you have these independent voters, of course, that just essentially... I'm not all independent voters, but I'm going to tell you the secret about a lot of independent voters. Independent voters have oftentimes been portrayed as somehow above the fray, that these are people who uh, aren't interested in politics and in terms of the nastiness. They're above all of that. Uh, they just are voting for the person, not the party. Now, usually, not always again, but usually these are people who don't pay much attention to what's going on. They fancy themselves as being... Um, involved because they show up to vote and they generally are not that educated as to what's truly going on because they get their news from the mainstream media outlets or the monologues during the late night talk shows or from the the daily show um now, the, the reason that in the past, anyhow, they have been labeled above the fray is because they broke Democrat. And so the media portrayed them as somehow being enlightened for that reason. But that isn't necessarily the case. A lot of, of those individuals did vote for Biden because they were sort of turned off by Trump. But things outside of COVID... We, we there's a lot of psychological component to this and and covid because of how it hit and because it was something different people did not associate that with the the economy overall and the, and the way that things had been going and when things are going relatively well then people when it comes to voting that don't really pay that close of attention. They have the luxury of voting for people that they just sort of like better or voting against people that they don't like. Because when it comes down to it, they don't feel as if it's really going to make a tremendous difference on their life overall. I use as an example Trump. I compare him to House oftentimes, the show House. And here House was this doctor that uh, did not get along well with others. He was stubborn. He did not listen to others. He listened to himself. And he didn't really care what people thought about his bedside manner. And the people who employed him, he gave them absolute fits all the time. But when it came down to it, and whenever people, they would have those conversations about how can we let this guy continue to be employed here? He has no uh, uh, admiration or respect for authority. He does whatever the hell he wants. And the end answer was always, well, he gets results. Now, if you are somebody that's going in for your routine physical and you are feeling pretty good and, you know, things are going great for you health-wise, 
and you have a doctor that is like house and talks to you like, you know, you're an idiot and so forth. And, and yeah, you'd probably like, I'm not going back to that doctor, but if you were really, really sick and you needed the best and you knew he was the best, all of a sudden bedside manner doesn't matter so much anymore because your priorities shift because you recognize there's more at stake in your life for you to be worried about whether or not your feelings are hurt. And this, I believe, is where people are having this very interesting moment. A lot of them who maybe voted for Trump in the beginning because he kind of felt good. Frankly, Hillary, you know, she was unlikable. Then, you know, just because of the media and the Democrats' interaction with Trump and the way Trump behaves sometimes. And we were all told, you know, well, Biden's going to bring the adults back. And and again, you take the COVID component out of it, but the economy overall prior to that was doing pretty well. And so they're like, yeah, we don't need that. Let's, let's, let's have the adults back. I'm tired of all the fighting. But they have found what that has resulted in. And economically speaking now, people are very, very sick. And a lot of Americans that felt they had the luxury a couple of years ago to vote for somebody whose personality they thought that they would enjoy a bit more are realizing that that's not the most important thing right now. And I think that's one of the reasons that we're seeing this shift. And and I know I'm going to, we've got traffic and we've got news and everything, but in the upcoming hour, I want to talk about this morning consult poll. And I think that's why Trump's favorability continues to rise. Because people are beginning to realize what is really important in the end when things aren't going so well. Facebook Live, you can find us there, 1041 Nick Reed. See past shows as well. That video and audio feed is sponsored by Springfield Raps. You can see those of you watching behind me, all the walling and it's actually window over there. Springfield Raps designing and putting that wrap on. And they can do the same for you. Do a great job. News coming up in 60 seconds. And in the next hour, Trump's favorability continuing to rise, according to morning consult polling.